Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Thanks for joining me for our weekend edition. If you're new around here, our weekend edition is simply when we go back in time to a successful student interview, one of our proven Amazon course students who's building a beautiful business, and we break down some of the best lessons and best moments from that interview. Because if you're like me, Saturday is the sixth day of the week, meaning, hey, it's another work day. Some of us work six, rest one. That's what God did when he created everything. So a lot of us follow that same model. I know I do. And Saturdays are quite often a day where you can grow your business, continue working on your business. And if that's you, we want you to take along our weekend updates. Well, today's episode is going to be one, like I said, where we interview a recently successful student. Maybe it's an episode that you missed and that sort of thing we'll get to in just a moment. Thanks for the feedback, by the way, if you've been listening to our weekend updates, we really appreciate that. But we've got some big news. Here we are kicking off summer of 2023 as I'm recording this, and we've just launched a great new product that I want to tell you about. You can go to Proven Bot Sourcing and see all about it, as well as you can listen to the recent podcast episode where we really dove in and discussed this. It was podcast episode number 647, located not too far back in time before this episode that you're listening to now. Provenbotsourcing.com is a new strategy for scraping virtually any retail website and finding potentially incredible replan inventory to help you in your Amazon business. We've really broken it down. It's brand new content, stuff that's never been taught anywhere before. Yeah, there's some tools you might recognize in the mix, but there's a lot of new elements. I don't care how deep you've dug into replans. You have not seen the details that we've uncovered before. It took us months to test this. So go check it out at provenbotsourcing.com. That's the only announcement I'm going to drop on you for now, except one last little tiny mention. Our conference is coming up July 6th through Eighth, plan on being there. Theprovenconference.com has all details. VIP tickets are almost sold out. We're expecting about 600 plus people to descend on Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th. That's listeners to this podcast. We'd love to have you there. We've got over 40 breakout sessions with the great coaches and success stories from our podcast. You're going to absolutely love it. If you can't be there in person, check out the live stream option. Very inexpensive. It gets you all of the event recordings as well as live interaction during the event with everyone who's there. Very inexpensive. Go check it out. Theprovenconference.com. We'd love to see you join us. Hey, let's enjoy today's weekend update. Here we go. You know, I went down the whole road of watching all these videos, these people trying to sell courses and, you know, uh, private label. And it, I'm a pretty cautious person. And, and so I was, going through as much as I can, trying to learn as much as I can on my own. I never felt good about any of those things. And I can't remember who I found, but it was somebody that was just, you know, maybe had a TikTok or something that were doing retail arbitrage. And and that piqued my interest. And, and I thought, well, you know, uh, she had not come, been able to get her immigration. She wasn't here yet. So I had some more time on my hands. So I decided, I was like, yeah, in the evenings, I'm like, you know, go up to TJ Maxx or whatever and just scout around a little bit. And so I started experimenting with it. And I thought, you know, I'll try to do a proof of concept to see if 
you can actually make any money doing this. And of course, it's just, you know, for show on the internet. And so, so I started doing it just, just a little bit of, you know, small money. And then a couple of months in, I, I was telling her, I was like, man, I'm, I'm actually making a little bit of money, not much, but a little bit of money doing it. And I kind of enjoyed it. It was like a hobby type of thing. And so I did it for three months, I think. And then her interview came through and I had to fly to Brazil and like life got crazy and we just stopped. And yeah. so all the focus was on us coming yeah. to the US so we couldn't think about Getting your it. family all together. And what part yeah. of Brazil are you from, Fauci? Uh, Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Uh, Sao Paulo State, but I'm from Santos area. Okay. I, I'm not real familiar with it, but I, I did some, some foreign exchange student work over a decade ago and it had several just what a beautiful culture brazil the kids from brazil were just a pure delight just the most yeah. loving family-oriented friendly outgoing i think everyone there uh is an extrovert every every brazilian i've ever met <laughs> it's like do you guys yeah. even make introverts there i don't think you do it was just <laughs> it was such a great culture uh so fond memories i've never been but they were all from sao paulo area Went out. Yeah, great culture, great people, and great food. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, they bragged about their food. They're like, our food yeah. is so much better than what you have here. <laughs> yeah, I miss food in Brazil a lot. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet you do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into the rest of the story. So, so keep us going. Yeah. So you know, life got crazy, and she was you know able to to come and. And when she came, you know, I own my own business. And, you know, as you know, owning your own business it gives you a lot of flexibility, and, and, and which is what I like about it the most. And I just told her, I was like, you know, hey, don't worry about getting a job immediately, you know, adjust. And, and uh, our step, my stepdaughter, her daughter, um, her English was not very good. You know, let's work on getting her English up to par and everything. And so, so we just really focused on that for a while. And, uh, and she was uh, a teacher, an English teacher, and actually was a principal of a school there for a while. And so we thought that she would go and choose something like an education here. And that was kind of the plan. But with that becomes a lot of restrictions and travel and you know, have, you know, having the freedom. Uh, and so I think at one point I finally looked at her and I was, and I was like, why don't we give this Amazon thing a try again? Yeah. And she wasn't sure about it, but the magazine that we listed on eBay <laughs> made her a believer. <laughs> and uh, she couldn't believe that that sold uh, for $120. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, I think we can do this and it could be something that, you know, could be awesome. And so our, our first goal was to make enough money to, for our house payment. And, and I was like... If you can do this and make some side money and we can make our house payment, that is awesome. And so that was our first goal. And we have in our bathroom white, these white porcelain tiles and, and we have these dry erase markers and we'll like write little notes or whatever. And I remember she wrote 5K, like <laughs> I want to make $5,000 a month. And, and so every time we take a shower, there's a big 5K right there. And I love it. Within the second month of doing it, we made more than 5k and, yeah. and and that was really like motivating for us uh obviously that was that was the gross amount but it was really about 
what we netted was almost our house payment, you know, from that first one. So we were both like, oh my gosh, this has potential. But we still kind of looked at it as a side thing, Mm -hmm. really for the whole year of 2022 up until what, around September, October. Like we were making some decent money. We're learning, you know, we went through IP issues and scared to death uh, that we're going to lose the account because we're selling, you know, certain things and and uh, get the scary letters in the in the mail and and uh, which thank you for uh, introducing Jeff Schick. We we've actually uh, subscribed to that now. It's giving me a lot more. You've got him on retainer. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're at the level early on, even where it makes sense. It's it's a uh, cost you about. $3 a day to put him on retainer, something like that. And mm-hmm. it just saves you so many of those little scares, like you said. And we can dive more into that as maybe as uh, later in our discussion today. So we can kind of explain what it is we're talking about there. But yeah, glad you made that connection with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick a link in the show notes to all of that, of course, as well today. Yeah, for sure. But I think it was, again, like around September of October this past year. And I'm not sure how I found out about your community. But somehow I found out about it and I checked it out and 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 I have watched you know hundreds, if not thousands, of you know people talking about Amazon and I don't know, it was the first one. I just felt the sincerity in you know what you were doing and and uh, just genuinely trying to help people and it just really struck a chord with me. And I told her about it. I said, hey, we need to you know, listen to these podcasts. And yeah, because like most people, they want to show like crazy numbers that they're going to make like easy, a lot of uh, money. And we like we work with these and we know that's not this way that things work. Like you need to work. And so we we felt like it was more sincere, uh, sincere and more doable. Yeah, what you were talking about. Yeah, th- yeah, thank you for that. We like to emphasize real stories from real people. And I don't know why more people don't do that. If you're going to claim to teach business strategies, you should have a long line of students who are learning those strategies at different mm-hmm. levels. Some are new, some have been doing it a while, some are very successful. But I want to hear from your students. I don't want to hear from you about how great your program is. <laughs> Like, that doesn't that doesn't do it. I want to see. I want to hear from your students. So that's been our philosophy for a long time, and I think that's probably what you detected is these are just these are real people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever been on a podcast before? No, no. no. no I mean, it, the vast majority of our students that we interview haven't been. Like this is new for them to to kind of tell their story and share their business, and but that makes for great content. Uh, and it's it's not just one dynamic expert sugarcoating everything like you said cloud g making it sound like you're gonna make so much money so fast you know and, and those the sales pages are even annoying you know stacks of cash and boats yeah, and hot tubs when, and, you click, when you click you're like okay but you need to spend a lot of money <laughs> mm-hmm. to get it, there so. yeah and they're they're trying yeah they're trying to talk you into these courses that cost thousands and thousands of dollars you talked about that early on justin with some of the private label courses you were seeing i mean i, I can't believe what they charge for those courses it's just it's some people fall for it, but there's no success stories to follow up with, is, yeah. is the thing. And I think your real estate background, Justin, probably did you some good because, like, if someone were to come to you and go, Hey, I can teach you to do real estate in two hours, I'm going to help you flip houses and make a ton of money instantly. 
you'd be like, this guy's a clown. He's selling courses, taking people's money and running with it, right? You would know. So that same feel kind of came out of the private label Amazon Mm -hmm. culture. There's some good guys in that space. And we actually do a decent job of teaching it ourselves, but not to new students. There's a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice and learning curve there. But you should not be jumping in as a new seller trying to do private label. It's ridiculous. So yeah, we we take the lower hanging fruit to the... You know, it, it's not arbitrage like you guys are you know, selling magazines and stuff you found in attics. It's it's not that. It's a little more purposeful. It's a lot more scalable, but it's a fairly mm-hmm. simple model. And that's what we, we like to teach to our new students. We call it the replans model. And I think that's what you guys are doing now. And so as you guys said, you started getting into our community. As we're recording this here, we are in February 2023. So five, six months ago or so, you started getting into our community, checking us out. Let's pick the story up from there, unless I'm leaving anything out. No, and so I guess primarily in you know those months before, you know, we would you know find things on sale or clearance and that those types of things, and and it's yeah, you can make decent money doing those things. And we heard about the replans, which I you know never even considered that you could buy things at full price and be able to sell them on Amazon. And, and so we started learning about that. And I, I think I, we sat on the sideline just listening to a lot of podcasts, you know, while driving or this or that for a while. And, and then we subscribed to the Proven Amazon course and started going through some of those. Uh, and it was really helpful for, for us to start to motivate us and uh, change our way of thinking a bit. And uh, and I would say we're still in the, the really learning process of that. And the reality is probably the majority of what we do, we've become, we took the OA simplified course within that. And uh, that helped, helped us to go down a lot of rabbit trails to find different places online. And, and we, we find some replans, some sales, like a mixture of those things. Sure. Um, no reason not to. Yeah. And it's like, if it's there and there's a lot of money to be made, then, you know, why not uh, take it? And, and, uh, and we live in an area that we have a lot of opportunity like to buy things on sales too. So it's, it's there. Yeah. We do it. The area you're in, where do you guys, where do you live? Did you say? In uh, Durham, North Carolina. That's the Raleigh. Right. Right. So you're in a very popular area that we've seen cloudy, a lot of stores, a lot of sales, a lot of opportunity yeah. there. Yeah, there's no reason not to take that into account. I just don't want to see sellers get stuck there where they're working 40, 50 hours a week to uh-huh. make fifty to eighty thousand dollars a year. There's so much better. There's there's models that are so much better than that that you can really mm-hmm. automate and scale and put a team in place. It, it's hard to automate the Easter egg hunt, the treasure hunt models. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. hard to automate those. They're they're pure hustle. And some yeah. Saturdays you go out and find a thousand dollars, and other Saturdays you'll go out and find nothing. Yeah. Right, and, and you can just find yourself kind of wasting your time. That's why we like to transition people into the more stable replans. It's, it, it's scalable. Mm-hmm. Can build a team around it, step back and be a business owner instead of having a job for yourself that you, you know, sometimes makes money, sometimes doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, that's what I've told her is, you know, it's a lot like real estate in that there's, you can flip houses, but it's like once the house is done, it's done. But, you know, if you have houses that you can have residual income just coming in every month, it's like, rent- you know, like rentals and those types yeah. of things. There's a lot of, as evidenced by, and you'll appreciate this, Justin, 
you have no problem at all finding people ready to fund your Amazon business as it starts to grow. They'll throw money at you. I got to imagine from what I'm hearing, it's just getting a little harder to find people to throw money at every, you know, real estate deals. But man, for Amazon, they're lining up. The, the small business loans are there. They're in abundance because they know that if you know what you're doing on Amazon, you're a good, safe investment. So mm-hmm. funding is not going to be a challenge as you guys start to scale the Amazon business. So many great funders. Many of them will be at our conference in July, actually come and just trying to get the attention of the selling community because they know these the methods we teach work. But yeah. I, I love the analogy to real estate as well, where we kind of look at our, the replan model is like a cash flow positive rental. Mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then yeah. the, the Easter egg hunt or the treasure hunt model is kind of like that one-time flip. You know, Bought it for 20, sold it for 37, put $6,000 in the bank after everything was said and done. You know, that's kind of like the Easter egg, the treasure hunt. You know, you yeah. make your money one time and now it's off trying to find another flip uh, yeah. versus owning a, a portfolio of good solid rentals, which is real estate. Yeah. The only difference would be with, with an ASIN or a, a replan, it could vanish at any time. And typically, real estate doesn't just vanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the ASINs are easier to find than yes. real estate. So. Far easier. Than a good house that you can cash flow. That's right. You, you can you find a bunch anybody, every day. Uh, yeah, you don't have anybody uh, destroying your ace and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when they when they move out, they don't break the windows and. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. But I I love the the contrast between different business models and it, you know the, the truth is there's no perfect business model out there. It doesn't exist. Every business requires blood, sweat, tears, work, and sacrifice. You're hoping it works out someday. You're putting in time, effort, energy now and money now, hoping that six months, a year from now, it's something bigger, better, profitable. That's why I call us business building warriors. We've, you know, it, there's a lot that goes into making a business work. Uh, but I love this model. And I'm, I love to see our students waiting in nice and slow, taking their time, you know, analyzing it, seeing what else is out there. Because it really does stand up to scrutiny. This model really does stand up to any way you want to measure it. We've got a lot of people doing it successfully. You don't have to spend a lot of money to wait in. And it sounds like you guys are starting down that path. How is it going so far? What have you done so far? And I know you've you've had some sales. You mentioned you had some five thousand dollar months. You know, and that's mainly doing the treasure hunt model. It sounds like. But talk me through where you're at now, and maybe let's dig into your business a little bit. Give you guys some some pointers maybe going forward. Yeah, I, again, I think fourth quarter of last year is when we got a little more serious about, you know, it's kind of, as you guys say, feed the beast. We were like, okay, we need to feed the beast and send more stuff in. And, and, uh, and I think uh, October we had like our biggest month, maybe like 13,000. And mm-hmm. we were, you know, it was like over the moon. It was like, oh my gosh, that was a huge month. And, and then we thought it would be even more, but it actually went down a little bit over November and December. But we believed in the model. We were like, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep feeding the beast and we're going to keep sending things in. And, and uh, we were learning things like Keepa and looking at the graphs and seeing, uh, you know, it gives you a lot more confidence when you're buying something and you see, you know, what it's been selling for over a longer period of time. And, and it's like, okay, well, it may not sell immediately, but if, you know, within 30 days or 45 days, it'll sell. And anyway, but, uh, and then in January... Uh, we were uh, worried because last January was like 
bad. really bad. Yeah. And we were like, oh, here comes January again. But it was totally the opposite. Yeah. So we, did, we sold $21,000 in January. And wow. Which was, is the last full month as we're yeah. recording this, 2023, January. So yeah. how much of that was replens and how much of that was treasure hunt? It's probably maybe 30, 35% replens. Like, like we're building that up more and more. And, and a lot of it is, uh, we've kind of gravitated more toward, uh, I guess, more expensive stuff. Like me being in construction, I spend a lot of time in places like Home Depot, that type of thing. So I'm looking at the aisles there rather than a grocery store per se. And mm-hmm. so that's what we've talked about. We're wanting to flip that, you know, where the the sales and the treasure hunts are maybe, you know, 20% of it, you know, and the other is 80%. So we're trying to make this transition. And you'll get there. You'll, and, you'll uh, definitely get there. This month has been incredible. Like we're, we're at like... I don't know what is today's date, the 16th. Like, we're, we've already sold 17 or 18,000 this month already. Wow. So, you're on pace for a possible. Well, February is a shorter month, but I mean, you guys yeah. could get close to 30 if, if this holds up. But definitely on the other we're side of 25. Pretty, yeah. That's and cool. so, we're going to continue just pushing, you know, and, uh, and seeing what we can do. We've, we've, I've got a friend, uh, she, her and her husband, they worked for me in real estate uh, doing some things. And so she's started to help Claudia like one day a week packing and that type of thing. And so we want to incorporate her and, and uh, uh, some other people and as we expand. Because it gets to be a lot. Our basement yeah. is a disaster. <laughs> it's full of stuff all the time. And, uh, yep. So my son, his room, he's in college, but it, when he comes home to visit, we have to clean out his room so that he can <laughs> sleep on his bed. <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys took my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's so funny great. Both of my sons, have they see us actually making money doing it now. So now they're interested and they're like, mm-hmm. can you teach us? And, yeah. and, uh, uh, and they, they say, it's, it's amazing because like, when my friends talk about it, everybody says that oh, Amazon is a scam or something, but like you're really doing it and it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that's what people think that it's always scam and doesn't work. And like when they see like real people making money, they're like, oh, they want to learn. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, well, send them to the podcast. That's the, you'd be doing them a big favor or bring yeah. them onto your team, right? And, and have them yeah. help you grow. That's how my team has grown is just as family and friends. It's a lot of family, but I've just, I've brought them on the team, found a role and off we go. Yeah. yeah. So 21,000 in January, you're set to do significantly more than that in February as here we are most of the way through that the month of February. We're just past halfway. What's your net margins looking like on these? You, you said earlier that the ROI for the, the Amazon business is outpacing your real estate investing. Yeah. Uh, so where are we at? You sound like a numbers guy. So in 2023, like our net margin is around 31%. That's great. So that's the net margin. But if you, you know, as a real estate guy, I'm looking at the amount invested versus what I get back. I'm not looking at the total sales per se. And if you look at it that way, the numbers are actually much higher, you know, because, you know, it's like a, in January and February this year, it's like an 81% ROI on the money that we've invested. Mm-hmm. I can't do that in real estate. Uh, I, can't even, I can't even get close in real estate. So, 
So that's exciting for me when I look at those type of numbers, like compared to what I invest versus what I get back, you know, within, you know, and if you put it on an annualized uh, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it's, it's ridiculous. Like 900% <laughs> so. or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I want to tell you about a way to save a nice chunk of change on all your online shopping and in store shopping by using discounted gift cards. We've got a new sponsor on the program with a free report they want to give you, no strings attached. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards. One word. It's in the show notes as well, that link. What they do is they put together a report that shows you all the places you can go to get great discounted gift cards. And they also offer the service themselves, selling gift cards to many online sellers, our community included. So it's a pleasure to bring them on board as a sponsor. Again, the link one more time, silentgym.com slash gift cards for that free special report. Let's get back to the show. The story that illustrated that really well for, for me recently was a, a chiropractor. It's actually my aunt's chiropractor. My aunt works in my warehouse and she was seeing her chiropractor and, and told him about this business and he got into it, but he just wanted to put in $200. That's it. He wasn't going to use any more money than that. He had access to other funds, but he's like, oh, this is my $200 experiment. So all of his inventory, the proven Amazon course, his shipping supplies, everything came out of that $200. And he just rolled it over, rolled it over. And within a couple of years, he had paid off $10,000 or tens of thousands of dollars of student loans that he still owed with that initial 200 So like you said, when you start annualizing these kind of returns and you keep rolling your money over, he wasn't taking any money out himself. He was just paying off debt. He wasn't paying himself. I listened to this podcast. Do you remember that one? It's pretty incredible how fast a little bit of money turns into a lot of money. If we're talking, you know, 31% net profit, 80% ROI, and you're rolling that cash back in and you're flipping it into more cash fast. Yeah. You you can build a pretty nice pile of cash pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what we're doing is, is we're, we're basically decided to take every month to take 1000 out like for you know house expenses or whatever but everything else is just rolling right back into the business to sustain it and grow it and and uh, like i said it's exciting for me in the real estate i'm always looking 6 months a year down the road i mean like mm-hmm. because the projects take so long and and uh, you know this is you're seeing seeing it come to fruition a lot faster and uh, you know and it's just really exciting for me i enjoy doing it and and i'm not saying i'm gonna quit real estate but <laughs> right. i am i have committed to her that that uh you know we're in this together we enjoy working together uh i mean she helps me with real estate stuff yeah. too but it's a way for us to spend more time together maybe she wants me to go out shopping <laughs> more i don't know but uh anyway but we we get to spend time together and and uh we're building something together and just really enjoying yeah. it but yeah we, we have Go ahead, Claudia. Sorry. We have freedom. Like It's like when I was a teacher in Brazil, and that's why I didn't want to teach here. I didn't want to, to be stuck in a schedule. like Because we spent a long time uh, away from each other. So it, we want to enjoy life, travel, you know. And 
this is like gives us the opportunity to do this. Mm -hmm. If tomorrow we don't want to do anything, we don't. Yeah. Of course, we we work a lot, but if we need to have like a weekend off or a week, we can. So mm -hmm. and and I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that the routine is. Yeah. I'll put it this way: I started doing this 20 years ago, approximately having this internet lifestyle, this don't wake up with an alarm clock, wake up based on how much sleep you need the night before, right? How how late did you go to bed? Well, that's how much sleep you need. I don't use an alarm clock. I haven't for a couple of decades now with rare exceptions. I love the flexibility, but that's what I set out to do. I, I had a, my last job was a real job working for Microsoft, selling software, showing up early, working hard, making some decent money. But I was away from my family. I had to wake up to an alarm clock. I was on their schedule. I had to ask permission to take a few days off. So that flexibility became the ultimate goal for our family. And 20 years in, I can say it's not, it has never gotten old. It's never gotten boring. I've never regretted it. It's beautiful having that flexibility to control your schedule, to look outside and the weather's nice. Hey, let's bump everything back to tomorrow. Let's go to the zoo. Let's spend some time together. Let's go hit some trails together today as a family. Because we homeschooled our kids. So that was another degree of flexibility we had where you know, if we wanted to go uh, on a vacation, we could go during the off-peak season when everyone else is, is in school, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's just so many benefits to... And that's why I'm such an advocate for all of this is because I want this for as many families. If, if they want that, I want to help them get that. And it sounds like that's what you guys are going for and making happen as well. And it absolutely fits. I love that you brought up, Justin, that you, you're keeping the real estate thing going. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not have yeah. multiple streams of income? That's, we have the ability to do that now. Make yeah, it happen. Yeah. Right? For sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's something I enjoy and it's never felt like a job to me because I enjoy it. And, uh, and just even this is, I, I think I've always been an entrepreneur since I, you know, got out of college. I've had different little businesses and that type of thing. And so I, I enjoy the challenge of, you know, fighting through something and learning. And that's what I've told her, just like, just like in real estate, like, I spent many years, I, I know how to fix anything on a house, you know, because I had to learn how to do it before I could supervise other people doing mm -hmm. it. And uh, so I've, that's what I said with the Amazon. I said, we, we have to learn like the ins and outs and how to do all these things. And, and not everybody has to do that. But for me and the way I work, it's like I feel better, you know, once we get to the point where we hire a VA and all these types of things, I, I want to. You know, be able to know what I'm doing and know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and we strongly advise that path as well. You, you don't just want to hire someone in to do something because you don't know how. You want to know how to do the different moving parts. It's not a complex business. It just isn't. There's a bit of a learning curve, but you can learn all you need to know within a few months and then start hiring, putting people in place and start scaling. We've seen it happen so many times. I'm very confident in that advice that you do want to learn it yourself first before you hire people. But there's not that much to learn before you've got a viable operation up and running. So what are the next steps or how could I help you guys out? What questions do you have for me? Or how are you finding your products right now? Are you still doing mainly... Um, you mentioned online arbitrage strategies earlier, but it sounds like you're still hitting the stores. Where do you guys yeah. want to go next? Well, I mean, I, we've uh, started 
working with Keepa more and trying to do product finder through that. I mean, I have the tactical arbitrage. You know, we took the OA simplified uh, course, and and uh, that doesn't for me doesn't find a lot of products, but it gets me on the path to find a lot of products. Rabbit uh, trails, we call them, right? All the rabbit trails I end up on, and so you know, I think uh, one of the the things that uh, I think we would like to learn is bundling and we've never listed like I run across is uh, a lot of products that would be really good if there was a listing but there's not a listing for it and so we've never created a listing and something mm-hmm. I think is in the course there is a some teaching on that correct yeah if you go through the provenbrandbuilding.com module and I, I want to mention too, since we're mentioning modules, the oasimplified.com module is included in the proven Amazon course. It's free in there, as is the provenbrandbuilding.com course. And as part of that proven brand building, where we teach you how to set up branded bundles, we do show you how to set up a new listing as well. It's not complicated. It's something we typically don't recommend brand new sellers to do. We don't like to see brand new sellers doing a, a good handful of things. We don't like to see them drop shipping. We don't like to see them try private label. We don't like to see them setting up new listings on Amazon. You're not ready for those things. Please don't stay away from those things. But you've got the experience now. You guys could very competently set up new listings for products that you want to test. I think you'd be a good candidate to go through the proven brand building, like I mentioned, that module. And we've got some new print-on-demand training that's coming down the pike. It's going to be at our live event in July. It's going to be a new course module as well very soon. I think you guys would enjoy that. It's it's like low-level private label, low-risk, low-investment, kind of testing little ideas, throwing a little mm-hmm. bit of money at them. And when one sticks, you, you ramp up with it. It's a beautiful strategy. I think you'd have some fun with that as well. Just kind of having that entrepreneurial creative brain and uh, you know, print-on-demand can be a lot of fun. You can put you know, creative fun sayings on products and launch them out. So that's coming soon. I think you might be interested in that as well. But yeah, this the sky's the limit. But the thing I do want to see you guys continue to focus on if I was coaching you would be the basics. And that is finding more replens, finding yeah. underserved listings. You mentioned the Keepa advanced sourcing. You know, the the Olsons just came out with nine new strategies. That's provenamazoncourse.com slash Keepa is details on that. Huge discount for our students. Of course, free for our coaching students, but that takes you through nine different creative ways to use Amazon to find great replens. Diving into those strategies, continuing to do it, maybe getting a virtual assistant, one that you train yourself or one from our team. That's the greatest first hire you can ever make is someone else to find profitable replens for you. That'll help you scale. I think that's where you need to focus. Rather than diversifying anymore right now, there's plenty of ways you can go. But you guys are, you know, twenty-one thousand, maybe coming close to hitting thirty this month, and you'll be at that thirty to forty month level pretty soon. I'd like to see you really get that dialed in to where it's not reliant on you guys to find new products. Mm-hmm. And once you've got someone else finding great new replens for you consistently, now you can start diving into some of these other areas, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe use a coach depending on how the funding looks to help you navigate this. But getting someone else. Finding replens would be a great next step for where you guys are because you really have navigated a considerable amount of this without a coach. You've just used the course and 
free content, the podcast, the, the Facebook group, which we haven't talked a lot about. Are you guys in there much? That's how we... You guys are in there some at least, right? Yeah. And that's been very helpful. I mean, there's been definitely times where I've asked questions on there. I mean, not a, not a lot. I've asked maybe three or four questions, but people have been very helpful. And that's one thing that honestly has amazed me because uh, in the real estate world, I have friends that are in the real estate world, but a lot of times they it's, it's hard because people locally, especially, they become your competition for everything. So mm-hmm. it's hard to have friends uh, locally. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but it's it's been nice to see the sincerity of everyone trying to help one another. And I think uh, the opportunity is really, truly so big that you don't have to be afraid about sharing yeah. and that yeah. type of thing. You're exactly right. It wouldn't be possible for us to all be as friendly as we are with each other, sending each other. You know, I'll get texts from people saying, Hey, this ASIN dude, if you live near Menards, go buy all you can get. It's hot right now. You know, we send stuff constantly, sending each other tips and strategies, sharing very openly in our Facebook group. It's a testament, yes, to the quality of the people we've attracted, but it's even more telling as well that, like you just said, this opportunity is so expansive. It's mm-hmm. such a blue ocean out there. It's kind of like, you know, if there's only five or six boats sitting on a massive body of water, you're not competing with each other for the fish. It, yeah. There's fish everywhere. So let's cooperate. Let's give each other tips and strategies. And it has a lot to do with the abundance mindset versus a poverty mindset as well. And we talk about that a lot in here. Because you, you certainly can contrast our Facebook group with, say, Amazon's own discussion forum, if you've ever been in there in Seller Central and just see it's a bloodbath. People giving each other wrong information intentionally and calling each other names and you idiot, why are you even in here? You shouldn't be here. Like we don't do that. We treat people with with respect. We don't see them as competitors. And I think more importantly, we have an abundance mindset, meaning success is available to any and all in abundance. And the more I can help you succeed, the more I'm going to succeed myself. And that's just been part of our philosophy from day one. And people who don't get that, we've got an exit very clearly marked and you can leave anytime. And there you go. Go find a group where you can complain and hate everybody. That's great. There's plenty of groups like that. (laughs) But we don't do that here. We treat people with respect and honor. We truly have an abundance mindset about this whole thing. So I think that's that's a lot of what you've detected. And we're, we're proud of that. We protect that culture intentionally. Not that we don't fight off problems together. There's challenges. You mentioned IP complaints and I want to get into that, for example. You know, we don't delete those posts. We tackle them together, but we don't want people coming in just negative for the sake of negativity. Mindset really does matter. Yes. And, it's very yeah. It it yeah. can it, it's like the rudder it's a rudder that steers the ship, if you will. You know, your mindset, the the words you allow yourself to use. And uh, those are important factors in your success. Yeah. For sure. For sure. The only thing that really keeps me up at night is the IP uh, issues occasionally. And they're not, yeah. they're not all the time. I, I think they were more prevalent when we were first starting. Uh, we've, we're a lot more careful now. And mm-hmm. uh, we've got some you know, different apps to help us. Plus, we've learned which brands to stay away from and those type of things. But uh, we, we put Jeff Schick on retainer and, mm-hmm. and that's been... He's already helping me with one issue right now, and uh, that's, that's giving giving me better sleep at night. Yeah. Uh, I guess my question is: Is there anything else I can be doing, or we can be yeah. doing uh, 
protect our account, you know. So well, this is a this is one of my favorite topics to just kind of hit right between the eyes because it is it is that thing that causes the most unnecessary anxiety in the Amazon seller community, especially the replen seller community. Unnecessary anxiety. The word unnecessary is the focus here. Because again, I've, you may have heard me say this before, but I've said it many times and it still holds true that after teaching thousands and thousands of students these strategies, hundreds of success stories that you've heard on this podcast, a wide open discussion forum with 72,000 people in there, I've yet to hear of more than five permanent suspensions on Amazon from our community. And of those five permanent suspensions, all of them could have got their account back had they chose to persist, but they decided not to. None of those suspensions are recent. The most recent one is a few years ago. So Amazon, the conclusions we can very clearly draw from these facts are Amazon loves resellers. They love the replens model. Probably around somewhere between 30 and 35% of everything being sold on Amazon any given day are coming from third-party resellers like us. Amazon's making a ton of money serving very happy customers by providing the service that we help them provide. I was told by a senior vice president at Amazon, it's been a few years ago, but he told me, you guys are so much better at filling our shelves than we are. We're crazy to try to take that from you. You guys are great at it. You guys take on the risk and you make sure the customers have great product. We could never hire enough people to do what you guys do. Thank you. He was basically thanking me as a representative of the third-party reseller community that was listening to our content. That's pretty incredible. So on an individual level, we talk about, oh, I'm going to get an IP complaint. I'm going to lose some sleep over this. This seems highly stressful. Keep in mind that there's people doing this business at a very high level where they're seeing multiple IP complaints and health account issues every week. Multiple. And the worst case scenario stories you hear are temporary suspensions. Right. And then when they really hurt, it's like if they happen right in the middle of December, yeah, that's going to cost you some money. But that's the outlier example of the worst case scenario. You just don't hear about... I mean, I've been hearing about eBay, which for a long time had a great reputation. Like, oh, no one ever gets suspended on eBay. I've seen some people discussing in our Facebook group recently where eBay has just turned them off inexplicably. What's going on? No recourse. There's no Jeff Schick that you can call for that. It's like, you've been shut down. There's no recourse. With Amazon, there's always a path forward. So your worst case scenario, unless the example I give is if you're ordering fake Nike knockoffs from China and selling them as real Nikes on Amazon, yeah, you could lose your account and probably find yourself in some legal trouble too. But being a reseller, buying from legitimate sources, flipping, no, you're going to be just fine. Now, on most Wednesday episodes of this podcast, we've been featuring recently Jeff Schick, who you've been talking about. He's an actual lawyer and also, more importantly, an Amazon policy expert that really helps our community with these things. He'll talk about things like, hey, should I be buying liquidations and discounts and selling them on Amazon? Even if I list them as used, and what are the risks that I'm taking? He talks about those kind of issues. If you want to be completely safe, make sure you've got legitimate receipts from legitimate authorized retailers which all the big box stores are legitimate authorized retailers for everything they sell right it's the, it's a little off the beaten path mom and pop store that sometimes you know you don't know am i buying something that was liquidated 2 weeks ago or am i buying actual new retail products yeah. 
So you want good receipts from, from legit retailers, you're going to be perfectly fine. There's no scenario that any one of us can imagine where you get permanently suspended for that. IP complaints, the worst case scenario is you got to stop selling that product. 99.9% of the time, that's the worst case scenario you could face with an IP complaint is you're going to have to stop selling that product. You just go find more ASINs. So it really isn't... It shouldn't be a high-stress thing, thankfully. Now, if that was the case, I'd be fine sharing it. Like, hey, you know, you've got about a 5% chance at some time in the next 5 years, you're going to lose your account. Full transparency, we'd share that if that was the actual statistic. But it's just not. Take Jeff, for example... I don't know if you heard him with the interview we were having. I said, you know, you've, you've served hundreds and hundreds of clients now. How many of them have gone on to lose their account? He said, none. It doesn't happen. Yeah. This doesn't happen. You tackle yeah. it. You, you write your letter. You change your course. And Amazon lets you back in. Worst case scenario is a temporary suspension of some kind. Gotcha. So Amazon really does have our back ultimately. They make some mistakes along the way, but they correct course. Let the good guys back in. The stuff we teach, it's stuff that good guys do all day, every day to make a living, you know, at, at a pace that's 5, 10, 20 times bigger than where you guys are facing 5, 10, 20 times as many of those little issues, but just swatting them off like, you know, eating them for breakfast every day and moving on with their day, right? Yeah. It's okay. just one of those little challenges. It's like the paperwork that you got to fill out if you're going to be in real estate. Like, oh, got an inspector coming. That inspector could shut down our whole project. Don't know what are we going to do. And he shows up and he's eating a donut. And he's like, yeah, it looks good to me and signs it. Like, why was I so worried? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, you know, is, every business has those things that we kind of get worked up about. And, uh, you know, the, the real thing to keep your eye on is your, your numbers, your profitability. You know, don't get enamored with any one product and get emotionally attached to it. Don't go super deep on a hunch. Go buy you know a thousand units of something because it's hot right now. You don't want more than a month's worth of any product. Minimize your risks, minimize your exposure, and you really can't go wrong. Other than that, we've been doing this several years now, and it it is by far the most stable e-commerce business model that I've seen by far, hands down. The challenge it has is it's kind of difficult to explain in a 15-second snippet soundbite. Mm -hmm. It takes about three to five minutes to explain it adequately and do it justice. And you lose a lot of people lose intention. Or like you were saying, Cloudy, earlier, people hear, oh, selling on Amazon? Oh, that's a scam. I know somebody who spent $25,000 on a course and never made any money. Selling on Amazon mm -hmm. is a scam. So that's what we're fighting against. It was we're educating people is you know that perception out there. We don't have a twenty five thousand dollars course. We've got a course that costs a few dollars a day, right? A couple bucks a day, and you've got everything we have to give you, and uh, and a whole bunch of success stories. So hopefully that should make you feel better. As you're in a large community of people that have been doing this a while, don't worry about the the IP, the the legal stuff. If, as long as you're staying above board, if you've got Jeff Schick and you're bouncing the the decisions off him. You're good. And you mentioned earlier, too, talking about IP complaint issues, just to be thorough, one of the things you should be looking out for, and I know you guys probably know this, is if you are the, the only other seller on an ASIN is the brand owner, stay away. Yeah. yeah. We, we learned that the hard way, yes. Yes. <laughs> because they will make your life miserable. They can't get you suspended, but they can send you a really mean, scary letter that you can hang on your wall and scare people like, oh, look at the letter I got from the law firm. Like, yeah, you could throw it away. Just don't sell that IP. Don't sell against that anymore. Say, hey, sorry, we won't sell this anymore. And you move on with your life. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot of brands have hired lawyers just to send out scary letters to try to keep everybody off of their listing. And by law, this is actually an important distinction. You're not breaking any laws. It's an Amazon rule. It's a trademark. Like, hey, we don't like you using our picture. So like if you were to sell that same product over here on eBay or on Facebook Marketplace, cool. But on Amazon, no, because you're using our picture or the picture doesn't look right. Or you know, it's always some kind of little technical thing. But as far as like getting yourself into some kind of legal trouble, no. Haven't heard of those cases. Jeff Schick would ring the alarm bell very fast if there was any kind of serious legal ramifications to any of this. It's just a matter of what you are and aren't allowed to sell. And if you sell something you're not supposed to, sorry, I'll stop selling it. You liquidate it. You sell it somewhere else, move it to eBay, get rid of it, and go find another 30 great products somewhere else. We've had to do that a few times. Yeah, Yeah. you just move Move on. on. It'll happen. Hey, before I let you go, one last reminder about an easy way to save money on every purchase you make online or in stores by using discounted gift cards. There's a free special report that's been set up by our latest sponsor, Arbitrage Card. You can get this report. tells you how to go find these great discounted cards. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards, all one word. The link is in the show notes as well. Go grab that report. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.